0: Welcome to Experiences of Insight. On today's episode, we are joined by Jade Zhao from Suzhou, China. Jade is the co-founder of Design Sprint China and TEDx Suzhou. The primary goal of Design Sprint China is spreading product ideas in China and helping organizations and teams to solve design challenges through local practices. Jade and his team have successfully completed over 50 design sprints in China for some pretty impressive clients. At Sujo, they worked to set up a global classroom organizing online and offline events, which were designed to help young people practice ideals locally with a global vision. Prior to these experiences, he was a community manager and co-founder at yomail.com. As co-founder and community manager, he helped build, grow, and manage online communities within China. Jade also has a deep background in design and has advanced degrees in computer applications, management information systems, as well as international finance and economics, and a master's in communication and media studies from Shanghai University. Without further ado, we present Jade Shell. Thank you very much for joining us, Jade, today. Um, I was wondering if you would mind um, just confirming where you're uh, speaking to us from, uh, just for our audience. Um,
1: Yes. Hi. Uh, It's great to be here with uh, Dave and uh, Lee
0: and where are you uh where are you uh, dialing in from today jade uh
1: so i uh, i'm uh i'm now living in china uh Zuzhou, it's very close to shanghai it's one uh-huh. hour drive
0: Uh-huh. and you know one of the things that i read about your town is that apparently in addition to being the center at the center of the silk trade or the silk industry um that there are a significant amount of beautiful gardens, and collectively, it's part of a World Heritage Site as well. Um, yes. is, is that correct? Is, you live in such a beautiful place?
1: <laughs> yeah, Suzhou is a very, uh, history is, is great. There is very beautiful gardens uh, here. They have about 2,000, more than 2,500 years. There's a lot of uh, beautiful gardens. <laughs>
0: Yes, wow. that's correct. Cool. <laughs> Thank you. Um, th- I was wondering, you know, you have a really interesting background. And one of the things that uh, I'd like to share with our audience and our listeners was we had the chance yeah. to meet you last year in the fall time in San Francisco at one of the um, the design, uh, one of the sprint conference hosted by the folks at Google And uh, among other people out there, one of the things that stood out was, um, you know, you coming, traveling from such a long way uh, to participate with the community and being very active and proactive and expanding your network and meeting new people and listening to other people's stories. Has that always been something that you've been doing uh, as far as, uh, you know, actively seeking community? And to learn and educate yourself, and just understand, you know, different experiences from people. Can you tell us a little bit and our listeners about your background and either yeah, yeah. your training and your professional background?
1: Yeah, sure. Cool. So uh, it's great to have uh, have uh, this opportunity to share with uh, Dave and uh, Lee. So my name is Jade Zhao. Uh, I'm the co-founder of uh, Design Sprint China and also a Sprint Master's. So basically what I'm doing now is uh, helping organizations to make agile transition and enhance their like innovation capability. So during the last five years, I, I conducted several like design sprint workshop, including big companies, governments, universities, and then also startups. So um, I love, like, uh, Different communities join community and then based on the community to, to learn. One of the reason is, uh, I, um, like, uh, I have a participating in two nonprofit organization. One is called a Toastmasters. One is called a, a TEDx. And then I think I, I learn a lot from those two organizations. Uh, I joined Toastmasters for for a very long time. Uh, first time I like I graduated I, and I try to meet different people, share public speaking at, at the first time, especially English speaking in Chinese. TEDx is also, so uh, I know TED Talk in 2010, and then I started a TEDx Suzhou in 2011, and then become a TEDx ambassador in 2013 and then do different like mentorship for uh, a lot of uh, TEDx events in, in China so the m- mission for TED and TEDx is idea worth spreading so it, which means uh, to find some innovative ideas creativity and share it to the world and um this that's great that's uh I I, I learn a lot from TED talks and also I organize I meet a lot of uh, interesting interesting people. But I think what's uh, really more is uh, what we are doing now and I think uh, one of the reasons I why I joined the Google Design Sprint conference is uh, uh idea is great but also we need actions we need like methodologies uh, to enhance actions and a sprint is a great way it's uh, from problem solution and also validation. So you have a uh, different ways in one week. You can, you can test. You can have some actual actions. So I think, uh, that's, uh, that's one of the reason I joined, uh, design strength conference in, uh, the, the San Francisco, but also I joined a lot, lots of activities, lots of communities. So to make some actions. So, yes.
2: Jade, question for you. I want yeah. to go back to growing up uh, and help me understand what it's like growing up in China, being a creative person. What was that moment or when was that moment when you decided, you know, when you felt in your heart you were a creative person and you wanted to follow that path? And then once you came to that decision, how then did you acquire the skills uh, in, a, in, a, you know, in a culture where um, you know i always wonder what le- you know, at what level does does uh, does china have creative programs available for, for young people
1: yeah yeah um, so actually there is uh so the traditional the, the education not very creative it's very old uh, our our education system it's based on stand, standard testing so, I'm. I think uh, my background is interesting. I, I I came from a family which all of the members are teachers. <laughs> my parents are teachers. My grandpa are also teachers. So uh, they have very high like expectation on the standard test performance in the school scores. Uh, but I'm not so good. Uh, actually, I poor performance, poor school. <laughs> So I choose another like way, education way is myself, uh, didn't go to high school and normal university, but I choose another way, like skill schools practice. And then it's, uh, it's uh, it's, a, it's a very unusual, uh, but it's, uh, it's a very interesting, interesting way. Uh, you try a lot of different things. And then I, I go to work. I have my first job. I think it's in 19, uh, years old. So it's a very young age. You, you have your job. You have a, you become a designer, label designer. And then, um, every day you're just doing the same things. So you have to like rethink what you want to do to do something different. So at that time I go back, I think maybe I should go back to school. I didn't quit like job full time school. I go like uh, part time school, so I get my um, bachelor, my master. So, and then in China, I think the the big environment, especially uh, recent years after after the Olympics 2008. So the economy is getting getting well, and the opportunity are very. Very good. Every there's a if you want a job, you can find a job. And then in 2000, like uh, like there's a time 2012, 2014. uh, There's a lot of venture came to China, capitals. So the government encouraged people to do innovation and entrepreneurship. There's a lot of entrepreneurship happening that way. So I was one of them. So started startup to doing the things, and at that time, every day if you are running a startup, every day you face problems you have to solve. There's there's problems you never faced before maybe, so you have to solve those problems. You have to try, and then you have you need different ways. So you try I tried design thinking, agile lean different ways, and also design sprint. Of course so i think it's uh, it's hard to say if you are creative or innovative but uh there's you have to like action you're running a startup you have to face those questions and then you will force yourself to be creative yes
0: hey jade i had a question for you um <clears throat> when you're working with people and eventually with clients. And even uh, when you went back to school and your understanding of people's comfort zones and, and a good understanding of the culture in China, was there ever a moment when you were looking at the methodology and thinking about the application and you had to maybe tweak some of the application of the methodology, either Design Sprint, Agile, Lean uh, the, to better, to be more effective in the groups that you were working with? And if so, what were some of those lessons learned that were specific to, um, to the culture or the people that, that you witnessed or uh, worked with?
1: Yes, there is, a, I think uh, every sprint is different. Uh, every sprint, the methodology is the framework. Uh, it's a very cool framework. You have to, you can apply to solve problems. but Every sprint is different. There are several sprints we, we tried. Uh, so basically you would, you would adjust every situation to apply to every situation. But there are some, uh, interesting, like, uh, tweaks we, we do. Uh, one is, uh, we work with one of, uh, a big companies. They are doing their innovation project and then it's a long project. It's a 21 day. So we do two day sprint workshop, introduce the challenge and then 40 days they go back to their work. Uh, they do research, uh, use their like 80, 20, 80 time kind of things and then we have a boot camp it's a 7 day whole week uh we rent a valley there's a outsider company so team work together day and night and then one of thing in china is company or people need a quick result so normally in a sprint so we have one like one circle we have a problem solutions and then prototype and then we got validate data from real user. But in China if it's it's first it's hard to convince them to 5 day. Second if there's 5 day people want more iteration not just one circle but they want a like three circle four circle. So you have to first day understand some idea diverge second day uh decide one try prototype and then maybe the third day, fourth day, Friday, every day you have a like a uh, iteration. And then the company also every like a uh, the Wednesday, uh one of the leaders will come every day with a leader coming and then give feedback. So you have a you have a different so I think uh one one thing we tweak in uh China, especially work for like big company, they want a quick result. Is a iteration in uh, one sprint. There's multiple, maybe prototype and multiple things to try. So the other way is, uh, uh, it's, it's hard to like convince people to do a long sprint. Sometimes we just do a half day, even just two hours sprint. So, It's uh, so you have to think about how can I do it in two hours to run a sprint? And then you have to prepare first, prepare a lot for the understanding part. Maybe uh, there's no understanding, just like a quick introduction, the background, and then let the decider to choose one direction, one how my way, and then people to do Diverge. Think about different solutions, and then just finish at the decide part. Choose one possible solutions, and then they can, or choose multiple, and then they can go back to their work, try, try again, to test. So there's the two like a very extreme example is one is very long. They want a very multiple iteration, and then the other is very short like two hours and then you have to let them try like work very quickly and also have ideation have some sort of diverge uh like quantity solutions different solutions yes Dave.
2: so jade when you do a when you do a sprint help me understand what are the standard deliverables that that are being requested So what are you normally delivering at the end of the sprint? What do they want? What's the tangible deliverable? Um, And then I'm also curious about what you think are the most valuable skills to have in the room. And then lastly, and you could pick any of these. The last one is big lessons. If you could give yourself advice when you first started out, what would be some of the things that you would warn yourself or what would be some of the tips you would you
1: would give to your younger self? Yeah. So I think the deliverable, like uh, expectation, uh, there's most like a uh, company. We talk to uh, clients what they are. So they want to like uh, something prototype. Also, Put, like first prototype, they want to create something, test. They can show to their the it depends on most of what we do is uh, like prod, product sprint which means we design whatever it's a 3d product or it's a it's a digital product so we have to deliver a product prototype like a, it's not a real prototype but it's a prototype so in that ways uh we need to help them. Sometimes in company they don't have a designer, interaction designer. So we help them. We're gonna bring some designers, uh, UI UX designers, and then it's not keynote, but it's a real can can test on the phone, and then it's very faster. So I think a digital prototype is one of the tangible things uh, we most. 80 percent, maybe 80 percent deliverables, but also there's uh, other way we we do like videos. So this is a this is they need to like produce something. The second way is uh, um, uh, what what skills we need for a sprint. It, it depends on the facilitator or the p- participant. As for facilitator, now we we facilitate. The sprint. I think the big, basic, listening skills you have to aware of what happened in the room. Uh, not not only focus on the process or the outcomes, but you have to see if the team works very well. If something, so the listening awareness about the the things uh, is important for a facilitator. The listening skills and then also. If there's some conflicts happens, I think you need to aware before that conflicts happens. Something would show there. So the listening skill, awareness about things is very important for the facilitator. As for attendees, um, I think uh, in China, especially uh, for the sprint cultures, people are very easy to, to like uh, attempt, not focus. So, uh, sometimes I will introduce some like meditation, like five minutes meditation to them, let them focus on what they're doing. I think uh, when working a team for participants, um, it's very easy to forget, uh, to focus. So, so I think, uh, for participants, help them to, Focus on what the task follow the steps to go is very important so the, the the skill they can concentrate and then focus on the things is very important and then the last question is about biggest lesson I learned from there's one case i I remember it, I, I mentioned the so the the very long sprint twenty twenty one day sprint. And then the last part we are in, uh, so it's a, it's a very long process. And then at the, I think the Wednesday, the Wednesday, we have a big show to the, the boss. And then the boss give uh, a very negative feedback to the team. And then the next day to Thursday, the team are very low. So basically I it's it's like out of energy. So you can feel that as a facilitator. the people people are not very participant and then they they are they don't wanna do more exercise, wanna do wanna think more. Uh they just think they are stuck. So I at the daytime I push it a lot, it's not it didn't work. So at the end of the, the day, we try, we tried something different. We, we, we play a role play. So the product is a, is about, uh, clean, um, clean the, it's a, it's a consumer product. So we do like makeup, everyone makeup, uh, to, to do the role play. And then, uh, after the role play. So you, you go into the, like, uh, Empathy, the real user, and then you feel something different. So I think uh, the role play is a great uh, the team after that team re have re-face, maybe refresh. So I think the lesson I learned from that sprint because we are very high, we have a at the first, we have a very high expectations, and along the way, everyone is very tense. Sprint and to do something, so I think sometimes maybe we we'll take a break, uh, let them have a fresh, and then to do something different exercise, and then go back to so that maybe we we, we need to. I I learned from that sprint.
0: Yes. Hey Jade, I had a question. You know, <clears throat> when you're when you're thinking about facilitating a design sprint. And you may be working with the sponsor in advance and, um, you're trying to make sure you manage expectations around roles and responsibilities. And maybe you're kind of just reiterating some of the, um, points around a sprint and, you know, everybody brings their ideas and should feel comfortable, uh, sharing their ideas with the group because we're working as a team on this, um, you know, is it, how easy or hard is it to get people comfortable with kind of, you know, um, leaving some of their previous constructs that they might have within an organization or within a community and, and coming along with you, um, and letting you show your skills and lead people to develop, uh, um, you know, the best product that they possibly can in an, and gain alignment and, um, you know, how, how, what's your experience been within, uh, the people that you've worked with as far as, you know, literally putting aside any of their preconceived notions.
1: Yeah. So it's, uh, it's, it's not easy. Personally, I think it's, uh, it's not very easy. You know, you, you can put uh, different people from different backgrounds, uh, work together especially when the leader, uh, the big leader is in the team. So sometimes people are afraid to be like make mistakes. People think they're stupid or they're afraid to freely share their ideas. Um to and then I think it's uh it's it's hard it it it's a it's a big challenge for every spring. So, what we do or what I do is uh so the preparation is is important so before the people coming one week so before they come uh I will try to make them understand, so I will do call of course key stakeholder it's one one participants maybe I will do also a audio call to them in a group, or if it's not too much people, I would do one-on-one. Let them to know what is objectives, what happens, and then do a survey about that, and then also send a handbook to them. So let them prepare before the spring. You have to prepare to come to and you know, understand. And then also the, the iceberg is also very important for people to do some exercise, like 30 circles, like join your neighbors, kind of uh, exercise, uh, icebreak exercise, let people to know that it's very common. People have a free. It's I have a free. I afraid that everyone afraid, even the boss afraid too. So it's very common to be afraid, not to talk a lot, and it's it's very common uh, that people work together, and then there's some. It's very common, not. So we have to understand that the, the feeling to be free, not to work like comfortable together is normal. And then understand the normal things and then let them try to get get out of the comfortable zone, to try. So I think the like set the basic rules and then let them understand, let them do some icebreaker exercise is very important. Yes. And then the other is uh, maybe uh, during the process, you pay attention to if there's some people, uh, they are not their folks or they are out of the topic, uh, you, you just make sure that they're on the right track. Yes. But before that, and then beginning is very important.
2: Jay, tell me understand, yeah. tell me understand what is the role and or responsibility of design? And then the second question I have is, what is your future headline? Okay,
1: so design, I think uh, is uh, my understanding, of course, uh, solve problems. So firstly, designer is a problem solver, you solve problems. But also, I think a designer or design, a good designer, the, the skill they need is facilitate. Sometimes, you you are not, let's say, maybe you are not a talent, you are you are not a hero, but you are help people to become a hero. So you can translate, you can combine, improve, remix. So, designer, I think a as a role, a very important role is facilitator, I believe, facilitator and also problem solvers. Uh, future headlines. So myself, I used to be a designer, so I used to help the clients to like make, make beautiful, but also solve their problems. I think, uh, for me, um, I want to like be a creative problem solver, which means you not only solve the problems, but also you solve them in a different way to provide a different options. Maybe people didn't think about it. Uh there's a maybe there's a way there's three ways, one, two, three, as a designer maybe you have to think about if there's more there's five ways there's six ways and then provide surprise to other people give them like a, a different way to think about the the way to to solve that problems maybe yes as as my my understanding yes
0: jade i um I have two questions for you, and they're, they're very different in the, the subject that I'll be asking you to, to get, share your thoughts with. Um, one is, um, the first one is coming off of those thoughts around design and your experience and the work that you're doing. Um, and it's definitely to be commended because it seems like you've done a significant, amount of work in, over the past several years on a lot of different fronts that from the outside and when you read it on paper, reads as if you're working to build a larger community of people. And um, it's very admirable to see that. And like I said, we met you in San Francisco and I could tell by your body language and the way that you interacted with people that you were very confident. And comfortable doing that and communicating with people. Um, uh, so the first question is knowing that this podcast will be listening to a wide array of people in different countries with different backgrounds. Um, if you had one key thing to say to them as far as, um, you know, based off of your life, life lessons and things that motivate you and keep you going, any recommendations you could have for some people out there um, is, that may be working on building a career or thinking about how they view the world or interact with people? And then the second one is more of a, a lighthearted, more personal question. Um, I know we've spent – I appreciate you talking to us about um, – Uh, a lot of different matters to this point, but I'm also interested, what do you do find yourself doing in your downtime or do you have other interests and hobbies that you could share with us? I'm very interested to hear um, when you do have free time, what else you're uh, spending it on and um, what utility you get out of that. Cool.
1: Um, So the first is is, uh, some. Thing to share with others. I think uh, um, maybe there's uh, some sentence I, I, I think about recently. Um, like uh, I think uh, a good designer, as I said, uh, is like a good facilitator. And then first you listen, and then you talk. And uh, a good speaker's is like a good leader's. So you first lead and then you talk. So I, I hope that uh, in the, uh, so the audience, when you're due next time, uh, you work with people, uh, the first thing is a uh, lesson to others or to do something, draw something, show something, make something, and then to talk. So that's maybe I, from my experience to share with the audience. So the second thing is, uh, uh, hobbies. Um, there's, uh, several hobbies, but I think, uh, there's, a uh, recently my, one of the, thing I, I do every day is I I meditate uh in the morning. So I do some basic uh, meditation. And every year I would do like a seven day meditation retreat. Uh, every uh, not every every year. So I think it's uh it's very useful. Um I know there's a TED Talk uh used to a TED Talk is a very famous designer he's talking about uh the the takeoff from work is very important which means uh sometimes you have to like do nothing and then after that you will refresh yourself so this is one of the hobbies i i do recently besides that i love reading like uh, history and philosophies this is a uh, this is also my my interesting watch ted talks and uh, reading some philosophy books uh, it's a, it's very personal, not to share with others. But uh, I will sometimes I will listen. I will just refresh, think about some big questions: Who are who am I? Uh, where I come from? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay, Jade, help us understand yeah. what's what's next for you. What should people be looking out for? Yeah. So, for me, of course, I will do sprint. Uh, in next 10 years, <laughs> I keep, keep sprinting. But also I want to help, like, uh, people to be creative as I do. I already do in my, like, community in Suzhou, in Shanghai. The next thing, I think a big thing maybe in my life, uh, it's, uh or my goal is, uh, I, I'm going to move to uh, San Francisco next year. I'm thinking about. Uh, the reason is uh, I want to connect more like diverse background. Diverse. I work with people in a different background in a different context, and then to better understand. I because I think future global. It's a it's a global like everything. If you want to do something, it's very easy. You can connect to people in like, everywhere in the world uh so it's very important as the designer as a facilitator to better understand the different culture background different people age different background even you know, pro- different culture oriented language so i think it's a big it's a great uh, it's a very big thing for me to move outside to run a sprint with different cultural background. But also, it's also very important for me to connect those people together. So for example, uh, if I can bring team from Shanghai to San Francisco and then work with team locally to solve the problem there, or I can bring team from San Francisco to Shanghai to help the team to solve their problem. Big company do the things, but I, I think in, uh, in a personal level, in a small startup level, maybe I can do in this way in my, with my like experience, yes.
2: All right, we'll try to close this out because we could be here all day, but I have to ask one question. I was trying to resist asking this question, but I have to, yeah, you're describing how you're moving across the world and you do all these things that really take a lot of courage what is yeah. the source of your courage? Where does it come from? Yeah,
1: it's, uh, it's, uh, I think, uh, um, so it, it should be based on the, like, uh, the early age and then something. My passion is, uh, in, like, technology and education. So these are the, so I think, uh, what I wanted to do or ded- dedicate my, my my time in the future is to find out a future school or the future of learning so one of the reason is uh, based on my personal like experience i have a family background in education teachers and and then my father always like give very early age gives very high like pressures push 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 but he also gave freedoms when I was, uh, like 10, 11. He, when I graduated from like a senior schools, he gave big opportunity, like choice. So leave the choice to me. Go to high school, go to university in a normal way, or go in a different direction. Go to the skill school, get your job at early age and then try it different. So I think uh, this choice I made by myself, first time in my life. And then this gives me the thing. So I always think about what is what is the better education? What is the future of learning? So what I'm doing, like go outside, try different communities, and then help try entrepreneurship is based on this. Choice to find the better way to learn and then to find what is the future of learning? What is the future of school? What could look like? This is, I think uh, I'm, I'm trying to do this. What I'm, I want to do is to build a global classroom, a future school, and then help young people to learn in a better way
2: yes. Great. Uh, Dave, is there anything, anything else we missed?
0: No, I think we got it. Um, I really am optimistic and I look forward to following your journey, um, Jade, uh, before the move and after the move. And I hope that we can Follow you and that there is some content available to anybody listening that might want to follow you where would they be able to follow your journey and maybe get some of your lessons learned as you as you move forward
1: Yes I think it's uh, thanks for inviting me uh, it's great opportunity for me to talk with the like audience outside China and then I think maybe in the future we can uh because I also organize two events in Shanghai and Suzhou, mostly is uh in innovative, like uh invite people to share their idea in innovation, also connect with people in different cultures to do something, make some actions. So uh it's great opportunity for me. I also looking forward to like contribute if in the future, contribute more, connect to people. I can also help you to connect different people also in China. It's a great opportunity, thanks Dave and Lee.
2: No problem, yeah, we really enjoyed it. Thanks for motivating us to be creative and seek better ways to learn. And on behalf of Experiences of Insight, we are very grateful.
1: Thank you,
0: great. All right, thank you. Thank you very much for your time, Jade. Have Have a wonderful week. (laughs)
1: Yes, you too. Have a wonderful week. Thanks, Lee. Thanks, Dave. So keep in touch. (laughs) Bye-bye.
0: Thank you for joining us at Experiences of Insight. We really appreciate you taking the time to listen to our content. Just a heads-up to all of you listeners and fans, Lee and I will be taking the next couple of weeks off from podcast, to spend time with our family. We look forward to regrouping in September and providing you with more content and great interviews and great guests. Have a great summer, everybody. Bye.